Do one thing and do it well is the principle of the Unix toolkit. Editing text is a broad domain and there are many related tasks with which it overlaps. Vim acknowledges this by enabling certain tasks to be outsourced to external programs which do that one thing and do it well. This episode will demonstrate how the PAR program can be used for formatting text. PAR was written by Adam Costello in 1993, aiming to do one narrow task, reformat a single paragraph that might have a border on either side. The documentation is terse, and the author apologises for the implementation being unclean. Nevertheless, the program is stable, portable, and most important of all, extremely useful. The format PRG setting can be used to specify an external program which will be called by the GQ command. To tell Vim to use PAR for formatting, set the format PRG option as follows. Now, when I run GQIP, the selected text is sent to PAR, then replaced with the program's output. Note that if I press colon, then the up cursor key, it shows the last command entered at the command line which simply sets a range, then passes it to the external program. Having set the format PRG option, the GQ command calls PAR, but you can still use Vim's internal formatting engine by running the GW command instead. Let's compare the output from Vim's internal formatter with that from PAR. Both of these examples have been hard wrapped with a line length of 72 characters, but they look different Vim's internal formatter uses a greedy algorithm which maximises the length of each line within the specified limit. The algorithm used by PAR is more sophisticated. It attempts to make consecutive lines as close in length as possible, while never exceeding the specified limit. The output from PAR is more aesthetically pleasing. Not only does PAR's output look better, the program is capable of handling passages that would confuse Vim's internal formatter. Here, for example, each line of text is wrapped with open and closing comments. If I run this through Vim's internal formatting engine, it mangles the text. But PAR handles this gracefully. If you run PAR help at the command line, you'll see a list of options that can be used to tweak the way the program behaves. You can specify these with the format PRG option as follows. This tells PAR to use a maximum width of 40 columns. It is necessary to escape the space with a backslash, just like at the command line when referencing files with spaces in their name. I shall quickly demonstrate a handful of PAR's options here. This excerpt includes several blank lines. When I ask PAR to format it, the blank lines are left unchanged. If I pass the R flag to PAR, it will pat out these so-called bodiless lines with spaces. When PAR is run with the J flag, the text is justified. Note that this requires extra spaces to be inserted between some words, but PAR distributes these quite evenly. When PAR is run with the E flag, it strips out superfluous lines. The Q flag tells PAR to handle passages with nested quotations in plain text emails. When I run PAR without the Q flag, it breaks this nested quote. Now, when I run it with the Q flag, it handles the nested quote properly. If the text width option is set to a value greater than zero, you can make Vim automatically insert line breaks as you type. 
To do so, you must ensure that the Format Options setting includes the T flag. With these settings enabled, Vim applies its own internal formatting as you compose text. You can always apply the GQ command afterwards to tidy up the formatting with PAR. I've just grazed the surface of PAR. If you have any favourite settings you like to use with PAR, I'd be happy to hear about them in the comments. Also, if you know of any other external formatting programs besides PAR, I'd be happy to hear about their relative strengths and weaknesses. The information in this video is summarised in the accompanying show notes. If you have any questions, requests, or recommendations, or if you would be interested in sponsoring Vimcasts, then you can contact me at drew at vimcasts.org. If you've been enjoying Vimcasts so far, why not leave a tip? By donating a few dollars, you can ensure that Vimcasts remains free to all. This episode is sponsored by Xerium Networks. If you need to build a reliable, scalable network that can support your growing business needs, then get in touch with Xerium Networks. And be sure to say you heard about them here.